Welcome to The Interop. Today, my guest is Sunny Agarwal, co-founder at Osmosis, the greatest DEX in the interchain. In today's conversation, we'll discuss the Mars Neutron merger and the Osmosis counterproposal. We'll talk about Prop 858 on the Cosmos Hub to provide 900K of Atom protocol-owned liquidity to Osmosis. We'll look at Atom's only chance at becoming a capital asset and saving the hub and plans for Osmosis 2.0. I'm also dying to find out why he thinks Adam One makes sense. Before we get started, make sure to subscribe to get notified when new episodes drop every week. And remember that none of what we discuss here on The Interop is investment advice. And if you enjoy this content, please consider staking with us. We're validating on Avmos, Quicksilver, Osmosis, and Juno. Just look for Interop in the active set. My guest, Sunny Agarwal, is coming up next, right here on The Interop. Hey, Sunny. How's it going? Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me on. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a little while. It's been a while since uh, we've done any podcast together, since uh, since mm-hmm. you're on, on your epicenter hiatus. Um, and uh, yeah. I think last time you were on was some time, oh, yeah, it was a long time ago. Uh, but um, I was on the this, 50th, this, uh, the 500th episode anniversary. You are going to be on the 500th episode, which, by the way, I should mention here, Epicenter is celebrating its not 500 episodes. It's 10 years. 10 years. 10, 10 years. year episode uh, on December 20th, and it's going to be a live stream. So anybody who's like into Epicenter should definitely uh, check it out. Subscribe to the subscribe to the channel, the Twitter. We'll announce it there, and we'll have all kinds of cool people. It's going to be basically <laughs> like a call-in show, and uh, we'll just have we'll just have two hours of reminiscing <laughs> on on 10 years of podcasting. But anyways, uh, I want to get you on to just, yeah, catch up. And there's so much stuff happening. And actually, we were supposed to do this last week, but you had a, an alarm clock malfunction. So uh, <laughs> we, it's actually good that we're doing it now because there's so much more going on now that I want to, that is kind of coming together. Um, and so um, I don't know where to start, man. Like, do you want to, do you want to talk about the neutron stuff right away? Or, or do you have some, some, some more general topics you want to cover, cover first? <laughs> I don't know. You, 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 you so much right, to discuss. Let's, you, let's, you pick where to start. Let's do it. All right. So, so like basically today, Mars announced that uh, they were going to basically move from having their own uh, their own app chain, right? Their own app chain with their own validator set to mm-hmm. uh, becoming part of Neutron. So basically, the Mars Hub would be part of Neutron. Now, I, I think there's been some confusion around this because like I I've, I see people on Twitter saying. Oh, they're they're moving away from osmosis, which is like kind of not really true, right? Because like Neutron's home is not really osmosis. Like Neutron is a is a sovereign app chain that it that's sole purpose. I mean, aside from having, I think that kind of their treasury there or their backup, like their kind of um, stopgap fund, mm-hmm. uh, is to coordinate different uh, outposts, right? So. So they're just moving. They're moving that to Neutron, which you know makes sense from perspective that like running your own chain is expensive. And mm-hmm. you know I've been talking about this for a while, ant- anticipating that chains would end up kind of not downgrading, but going to a more cost-effective way of running. And that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, curious to get your take on this, and, and also maybe yeah. uh, expanding on some of mm-hmm. the spicy stuff that's been going on on Twitter since <laughs> they announced that. Yeah. So 
You know, it's funny. It's, it's, it's like uh, the Mars Hub as a standalone chain was actually like my idea from like, a, you know, rewind 18 months. You know, Terra just crashed and like Mars is trying to figure out what to do now. Me and Larry were actually like the ones who came up with this concept of uh, a lending app chain that will unify different markets. Uh, so like what I mean by this is if you look at something like Aave, right? Like Aave has deployments on Ethereum, Avalanche, like a different bunch of different L2s, but these are all like isolated markets, right? So the, the price of like the, the lending rate on ETH on like different markets is different. And when I have to, as a, as a lender or a borrower, I have to choose like which market to go to. And so the idea that we had was like, Hey, why don't we have like a unified lending market where it's, um, you know, we, you just, you should deposit USDC to be lent on Mars but it will have these outposts. That's why they were called outposts originally on every chain. And when you deposit, it will move the USDC to wherever there's demand. And if you want to borrow more than what's on your chain, it will just use IBC to pull yeah. in more from other places. So it actually builds yeah. one unified lending market. So that was the vision behind Mars app chain. Um, and, you know, to launch, they they started with just an outpost on Osmosis, and then they were going to while they build out the lending uh, app chain stuff. And, and it makes sense, right? Because it, mm -hmm. like if, if you're borrowing, like you don't care who you're borrowing from or what yeah. chain you're borrowing from. You just want to borrow. You just want to borrow ETH or whatever, right? Like exactly. It shouldn't matter where you're borrowing from, and you shouldn't have to reason about what the different lending rates are. Like if you go to yeah, yeah. Especially for a lender, right? Like a lender should just like deposit somewhere and then it will just, it should just handle where to, you know, where, where the best borrow APRs are. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where we, where Mars started with. But then over time, they kind of like, uh, you know, pivoted towards like, okay, wanting to focus more on leverage trading. Um, and like, you know, they realized Osmosis is like the place where all the volumes are. And that's why they built like Mars V2 on Osmosis. And event eventually they kind they, so basically they realized that, okay, they, two things happened. One, they realized that like, once you start diving into the details, like this, like unified lending market app chain is actually a little bit more difficult than we originally expected. I still, we, I think it's something it's doable, but it's definitely a little bit like, different than what the more challenging that was than what was expected the other is that um like they kind of want to just focus on this lever trading especially you know as they mentioned in their proposal this new perps product that they were building um and so yeah I, and so you know we actually were working together on a similarly structured deal with the mars team uh as the neutron one um and yeah almost like very, 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 very similar terms. Like three, like a, but the, ours is going to be from the community pool, right? Like I think the Neutron is doing it from their foundation, but you know, for us, like we were suggesting, oh, it should go through the community pool. Like uh, awesome holders should have a say in this and everything. Um, so yeah, basically we were going to do that, but then, you know, I think what I, so basically I think what happened was Mars got a little bit spooked with the amount of competition there is on perps on osmosis already where like you know we have levana obviously doing like having massive success um of, you know we we did inform both the mart you know i guess this is a good time to announce this maybe but like the osmosis team is also working on a perps implementation as well 
um, which ours is slightly different than uh, the Levana and Mars design. Personally, so we're, we're doing like an Oracle based, uh, not Oracle, order book based thing. The like Mars and Levana designs right now are still are very Oracle based. They're, I think, simpler, faster, go to market. Uh, but like long term, I, you know, I'm a big believer that order books are going to end up like uh, being the the main sort of thing, and so that's why like you know we we've spent a lot of time like work designing this order book thing. It's a little bit farther out, and you know our plan is to build that. And I think the more market like the more things there are going on on a single chain, the better. With perps, like you know you don't you want multiple markets. People will be arbing between them. In general, I just think perps are actually this like super new market structure, right? They've only, if you think about it, only have been around for like five years, right? Uh, yeah. Five, six years. Um, and like, they've had like one round of iteration, innovation with like, you know, you had BitMEX, and then I think FTX did a lot of like good improvements. Uh, then you had like you know, GMX kind of doing like different improvements. And like, you're seeing this like Cambrian explosion right now of like all these different like models for how perps can work. Um, and so I think there's actually just room for a lot of different perps markets, right? Like, and our, our goal is to make sure that everything building on osmosis can like, you know, you know, have this like very, um, you know, positive something like the same thing you see on Arbitrum, right? You have like multiple perps markets, like all on Arbitrum together. And like, you know, I think it's just good for everyone because it just attracts more capital onto the chain and yeah, you have more interesting stuff happening. So, um, yeah, that was that was the plan, but I think the Mars team just got a little bit, you know, spooked and would rather just go somewhere where there's less competition, even if that means that there's less users and volume. Um, and and I, I think it was probably that exclusivity clause that like they're like, oh, we don't want to be in a situation where we're stuck on osmosis and can't go anywhere else. And so, you know, that's why they took the neutron. Neutron, I guess, made a similar counteroffer. But so if you see the proposal, you know, in order to keep Cosmos exciting, uh, John Galt from Stride actually just put up a proposal like an hour ago to basically match the Neutron offer, but remove any exclusivity. So now it's like, like, hey, all we're asking is like, hey, come bring Mars Hub onto Osmosis. You can deploy Mars, on the, your perps protocol on both Osmosis and Neutron. There's no like exclusivity or anything like that. Um, and, you know, I think we're going to end up seeing something similar to Levana, where Levana deployed on Osmosis, say, an injective and has like close to zero traction on any of them and all the tractions on Osmosis. So, you know, I think the best thing for Mars holders to do is probably to like take the zero non-compete, um, the, the zero exclusivity offer and deploy in multiple places and like, and like, you know, he hedge their bets. Yeah, but again, like this, this is a question of the the coordination mechanism for Mars, right? I mean, whether mm -hmm. that's on Neutron or on as its own chain or as a roll up or like, mm -hmm. why would that matter if they have deployments, outposts on Osmosis, mm -hmm. on Neutron, on Injective or wherever? It matters because the Neutron offer is asking for exclusivity. Uh, every, every any new feature has to exist only on Neutron for Got three it. months uh, before it can be deployed anywhere else. And I think that's oh, just okay. going to hamper them, hamstring them forever. As okay, a Mars token why... holder, this is like just a terrible deal in my opinion. Right, okay, got it. Yeah, so which is why 
I guess like the V2 will continue to exist on osmosis, but this PERPS product, you know, would only exist on Mars probably. On Neutron. For, for, for oh, three sorry, months. On Neutron. For three months. For three months. Got it. Okay. Yeah. What, what, what's your take? Like, you know, as, as sort of like having been close mm-hmm. to this project and, you know, Osmosis, I think was pretty enthusiastic about this project early on. And mm-hmm. I think Mars was kind of like the first outpost or one of the first outposts on Osmosis. How do you feel about the whole thing? Uh, you know, I mean, I always like, even till now I have like a deep respect for the Mars team. They're like, a team that I've always wanted to work very closely with ever, even since like the Terra days. I think that we'll still honestly get it. Like we'll still be working closely with them on like the Mars V2 and like, you know, Osmosis team, like our team is building a UI for Mars V2 into the Osmosis front end. So you can do margin trading. Um, So, you know, I think we'll, no matter what have to be like, you know, we'll, we'll be, we'll still be working closely with the Mars team, but I, I think that they're making a mistake by taking this like, exclusivity agreement from neutron so i this this other proposal um this osmosis proposal i just read it i, I kind of like read through it quickly before we mm-hmm. got on here but does it have any um does it make a better a pricing offer because i you know there is money involved here yeah no i think it uh it just matches the same pricing offer as uh neutron okay and so what's what's next here? Basically, like on Neutron, this has to go to governance. It also has to governance go to governance on Mars, uh, and, on, and yeah, Osmosis, I guess. And Osmosis will also have a proposal up. So basically, Osmosis. I think, like to me, I think the reasonable order of events is that Osmosis and Neutron both need to make proposal. I, to be honest, I don't really fully understand how the Neutron Foundation is set up. Like it says in the proposal, it says that the tokens like. The Mars tokens, the 60 million Mars tokens go to the Neutron Foundation, not to the Neutron DAO, which is a little bit surprising. So I don't know, from Osmosis' side, I think that everything should go, like this should all be done by the community pool. So that way, like, you know, eventually we want to have like pass-through voting access and stuff. So like, okay, if you have like, let's say, so the Osmosis community pool has 60 million Mars tokens. If you own like 1% of staked Osmo, you should have the voting right of 1% of that 60 million Mars tokens, right? And so, yeah, so we'll, so that's why we'll, 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 we would want it in the community pool, not in like a foundation or something. Um, yeah, so basically I think the order of operations from the Osmo Society is we put up a proposal, which what John, what John did was put up this proposal asking Osmosis community pool to extend this offer to Mars. And then if that is uh, agreed upon, passed by Osmosis, then we send that, you know, now it's up to the Mars governance process to decide which, uh, which offer they want to take. I don't know how they're going to decide between the two. Maybe they have to run some sort of like bridge off or something like some multiple choice rank voting or something. Wow. Uh, interesting. <laughs> we have like high stakes uh, bidding going on here between <laughs> crypto protocols, like, <laughs> like hostile takeover and counter offers. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, it's, um, it's going to be interesting. Uh, do, do you have any idea of like the timelines here? Like when, when is this going up on Mars or do we, do we know that? I believe the neutron governance process requires it to be on their forum for 14 days. Yeah. Um, so I think that's at least some timeline uh, yeah. that minimum. 
the osmosis governance process takes two days on forum and then five day voting period. So I think like, you know, technically osmosis has not created any sort of offer to Mars yet. So uh, yeah. we would have to like go through our own governance process in order to extend any sort of offer. It's, it's unclear if Osmo holders even think this is valuable, right? Like this, this is saying that like effectively we need to like, you know, we're, what we're doing is offering Mars, would be offering Mars 3 million USDC, which requires selling 3 million Osmo. There's a lot of buyers of Osmo right now. Like, you know, I think there's a couple of funds that reached out about like interested in doing like a O, like OTC swap with the osmosis community pool. They're like, hey, we want to buy like a few million dollars of Osmo. Like, can we pay the community pool in USDC or Bitcoin? So I think that would be a cool way of getting some funds for that. But like, it, it's up to osmosis hold, Osmo holders to decide like, is, the, is, is this worth this or let Neutron foot the bill? And, you know, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, ultimately, you know, looking at it from the perspective of Mars, you know, there, there is a lot of competition on osmosis, it's like Lavana, although it is a different product, and I think they have a different uh, vision, uh, is a very similar product competing for the same liquidity. And mm -hmm. osmosis now, you know, you mentioned is working on a perps product. So that's also competing for the same liquidity as as these projects, right? As these, as these like communities, how should be, they be looking mm -hmm. at, you know, osmosis, you know, potentially there there is this term in... Uh, in tech, which is to get Sherlocked. And this is when mm -hmm. uh, Apple famously built this uh, this functionality that had uh, uh, basically put out of business this software, this this very OG Apple software called Sherlock. And then, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. subsequently implementing things that kind of put out of business the the, the apps that were being built on on uh, on Apple. Um, how do you how do you account for that and uh, reassure those communities that like? Osmosis will not outcompete these protocols. Yeah, um, I mean, I think for like uh, Oracle-based perps, they're all competing for the same liquidity, and it's like I, I don't know if I actually agree with that. Like, you know, the, the, well, yes, we're all competing to like steal liquidity from like Binance, right? It's like that's where the actual like pools of liquidity are, and it's like you know. DYDX, Osmosis, Mars, Lavana, we're all like, you know, if we're all just fighting over like the same liquidity that's internal to that we that's already on these chains, that defeats the point, right? Like the liquidity we need to get is yeah. how do we get liquidity from there? And like you look at, like, I think liquidity begets more liquidity, right? So it's like you look at an Arbitron, like every new perps protocol that launches an Arbitron actually benefits from the like capital that's like in that ecosystem. Yeah, that's um, a good point. Yeah, and so how do and so how do we make sure Osmosis doesn't compete, right? Like, I mean, at some point, I think Osmosis holders obviously need to do what's best for Osmosis revenue generation, but and that means like retain that means balancing like internal revenue with like retaining partners, and I think there's a lot of ways that the Oracle stuff like works together with a uh, with an order books system right the oracles are much much better for like i think faster for bootstrapping new markets before you have like active market makers the omx team like is working on this like perps aggregator which is really cool because what it will do is like you can decide hey i want like this position and it will like balance like it'll like it, it, it's kind of like building a one inch for perps basically um, so it'll like balance your uh, trade between like Lava I think their I think their initial integrations are Lavana, 
DYDX and OMX, or sorry, GMX on Arbitrum, which is really cool. So it'll like kind of balance uh, trades between them. Um, and like, and then what it will see is like, oh, if the funding rate spikes on one of them, it'll close your position there and open it there. So like, you know, I think there'll be ways of making sure these things work together. The other thing is, I think these Oracle things actually might be able to just turn on to turn into vaults on top of the order book. Um, so I think there's a lot of ways for these things to just like be synergistic. And I think the chain will like, you know, continue to support um, all of them. Um, and, you know, we, like I said, right now, our focus is not on like, we, you know, we just told, in, in, informed like Levana and Mars and Margin that, hey, we are, one day we will build an order book per system. But like right now, our focus is on like supporting you guys and help, like, you know, I think, uh, there's a lot of stuff that the osmosis chain needs to work on right now, like as we saw on like the performance side. And I think, uh, you know, we're going to be spending the next few months just like focusing on like, how do we make osmosis be this like high performing chain? So that way we can actually build, you know, make sure things like Levana work re really seamlessly and, you know, making on-chain order books is not easy like even like serum like failed to really work properly at like the, on, on solana at like times of peak throughput which is when you need your system to work um and so we are working on like we have this like new design for an order book that i think will like make it uh way more performant than anything else that we've seen Cool. Well, I want to talk about that a little bit later on, uh, but we, you know, we didn't talk about Umi also. Uh, mm -hmm. The Umi announcement that they would merge with Osmosis. What's that about? Yeah. So I mean, that was uh, you know we've been in talks with Umi for a while, uh, uh, sort of somewhat independent from this. Um, but once they heard about the Mars neutron stuff, they're like, hey, we should like accelerate these timelines. You know, if Mars is leaving Osmosis, like you know Umi believes in osmosis and would like to double down on it. So they kind of like, we had this like, yeah, let's, let's do this. Um, and so basically Umi will be shutting down their app chain and migrating into onto osmosis. But you know, the thing is uh, their code is mostly written in Cosmos SDK go modules right now. So they're going to have oh, to be doing yeah. a significant rewrite into Cosmosm, uh, in order to do that. And so, you know, we'll, we'll be, supporting them in this like helping them with like as much as we can uh but yeah then you know integrating a lot of the products and stuff like you know if mars ends up focusing more on like the perp stuff you know like i said we're, we're working on a margin trading ui maybe we'll end up plugging that into umi instead of mars um yeah i don't know things are obviously everything's up in the air a little bit we're, you know, we're seeing how things shake out yeah i mean it, it i think it, i think it's it points to another to a broader trend that I had anticipated would happen, and this I think is you know some initial uh, indications mm -hmm. of of it happening, um, and, and that is app chains merging with existing mm -hmm. app chains or becoming roll ups or becoming smart contracts on on general purpose chains, right? And mm -hmm. um, and so you know these are two very relevant examples, and uh, in a short period of time, I think that will probably uh, prompt other app, uh, other application specific chains to do the same because cost of security is too high alignment with other ecosystems provide value. Um, like the maintenance also of having to run your, like all the complexity of having to run your own validator set and the politics around, around all that and the governance and everything is like a huge overhead for a lot of teams. Mm -hmm. um, 
yeah, do you, do you think this is also something that will accelerate? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, part of what makes Silicon Valley work is like you have this like exit opportunity of like, a, you know, you don't have to go IPO. Eventually, you can get acquired by a larger company. And, you know, I think it's uh, it actually allows a lot of like, you know, independent research to be done. But then like you work with a larger project company to like productionize and like like do help with the go to market. So I think that if anything, it's more surprising we haven't seen as much M&A in crypto. Uh, I think the biggest one has been actually like Polygon, uh, like has done a lot of like very successful M&As. Um, but outside of that, like not so much. Um, and, you know, once again, to be clear right now, like when we right now, there's no talk of any sort of like token merge or anything between Osmosis and UMI. Right now, it's just a, a, a chain merge. You know, you have the Osmosis chain, you have the UMI chain. We're like, combining the chains but right right now umi will be a govern have its own governance token and uh it'll 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 still be governed independently and then any sort of like token swaps or anything that osmosis and umi want to do together will can be decided by the by the independent respective governance systems all right let's let's talk about this um prop 858 uh you had posted this on the cosmos hub forum couple of weeks ago now and it mm-hmm. just went up on on chain in the last couple of days i think um over the weekend yeah what's the what's the deal with this uh with this prop why do you want cosmos hub to provide you liquidity mm-hmm. you're not part of az <laughs> uh i think i think osmosis is the main the biggest portion of az we've been the primary you know az stands for atom economic zone and i think osmosis has been the primary driver of like atom in DeFi for the last like you know two years uh so i i would actually push back saying we are definitely part of the az um if you wanted to find you know if az just means like set of ics chains then like yeah that's true uh but that's because like I don't know. I think ICS as a technology just doesn't make sense for Osmosis in its current form. Be, you know, I think the technology, like, I don't think it makes economic sense. I think validators get like kind of screwed uh, via the current economics of ICS. I think, um, you know, part of the goal of Osmosis is we want like our validators to do more and more. So like starting pretty soon, validators are going to be running in in in-chain price oracles so that's when we have their valid all all validators have to provide price price oracles but you know eventually i want them to do a lot more so we have this like routing server that we build like require validators to run that require validators to run front-end servers you know a lot of the entire cosmos stack right like you know our, our dex is like the chain is decentralized, but a lot of the stack is quite centralized still, right? Like the front end, the routers, the database indexers, like all these things. And the, I think the best path to decentralizing these is actually like shifting more of these responsibilities onto the validators. And I think just by switching to ICS you and like losing, I think like part of the benefit of an option is having this like specialized uh, validator set who's like a great example of this is like secret network right secret network only works how it does because all validators are required to have an SGX node and I think like putting that sort of requirement on all Cosmos Hub validators will actually limit the amount of people who can like run Cosmos Hub validators which is I think the opposite of 
what the hub wants. So yeah. I, th- I think like, having specialized validator sets is good. This is why we came up with mesh security because it's actually the system that allows economic security to be shared while allowing for specialized validator sets. Yeah, I, w- I was just uh, I was just fucking around when I said that it wasn't <laughs> part. Of, osmosis wasn't part of AZ. I mean, I I think that yeah. uh, um, I, I heard someone say this recently. AZ is kind of like the European Union and the different mm-hmm. uh, uh, economic, you know, security uh, and, and monetary alliances that exist within Europe, right? There's some that overlap and there's some that don't, right? Like you have the, the economic zone and then you have Schengen and then you have, um, you know, the, the EU, uh, the, the Eurozone. And sometimes those overlap and sometimes don't. Like Switzerland doesn't use the... It's part of Europe. It's part of the economic zone, but it doesn't use the euro, right? Like yeah. In this sort of thing. So mm-hmm. I think for AZ, it's kind of similar. Some chains are going to use security. Um, other chains are not, but they're part of the they're they're part of the the economic zone that makes well, you know, Cosmos and the hub and Atom more valuable. And like certainly, Osmosis has played like a huge role there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we haven't talked about this like this proposal uh, <laughs> yet. <laughs> um, yeah, what's, so the proposal um, is basically like, you know, for a lot of uh, things, we need ST Atom. You know, I, I think that like Atom is like the base money of Cosmos. So what that means is like it's the base collateral asset, right? Um, and so, in or- but really, people, this all kind of actually ties, it, it, it's, it's a little bit related to 858 as well. Uh, which was the halving proposal, but the, the the general idea is that, like you know, at the end of the day, I think people prefer to use LSDs as uh, collateral, and you see this happening in Ethereum, where like you have LSD fi is growing very rapidly because people would rather be earning the staking rewards while earning while being able to continue to use DeFi, and basically, right now, the Atom staking rate was and still is a bit hot, like really quite high. And what that does is it makes it more difficult for Atom to be used. At, like, okay. So the economics of LSDs, right? You can use ST Atom as collateral on Levana or Mars or, you know, Margin or Membrane or UMI or all of these like places. But you need a way to, you need liquidity for it to ter- be able to convert ST Atom into Atom. Now, the problem is that like, that liquidity needs to be subsidized. In Ethereum, the ETH staking rate is like less than 6%, maybe less than 5% even. Um, And so, you know, if you have, the exit liquidity needs to be sitting in ETH. And that ETH is not earning the staking rewards. And you have to assume these are pretty like pro users who are providing liquidity here. Uh, They don't want to be foregoing staking staking rewards. So the thing is that with ETH's like 5% staking rewards are made up by the combination of trading fees, volume, uh, Lido incentives, and curve incentives. So the three of them together can add up to just barely eke out and like make up the 5% yield that, uh, compensate the 5% yield that the uh, LPs are like foregoing. Now, how do you like deal with this for uh, Adam when it was having... 15% staking rewards. You, 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 know, you just couldn't. And that's where Stride came up with this idea of like, oh, let's use protocol-owned liquidity to help do this. Where it's like, it is in the Cosmos hubs, like it behooves Cosmos hub to like 
drive demand for Atom as collateral because you know at the end of the day that's what Atom is. It is it's a meme token, right? It is just like the way Bitcoin is, and this kind of like the way ETH is, really, if you think about it. And so you know you want, but your goal is to drive the usage of your meme token as collateral in like different projects and DeFi and like have things dominated in it. And so to get ST Atom used as collateral, we needed to inject some Atom liquidity so that that ST Atom can be liquidated into that at some sort of like discount basically. Um, and hopefully this happening stuff will, and if we continue to in decrease the Atom inflation rate, maybe you know the hub doesn't have to be actively doing this POL in the long term. But to begin with, this is like, I think the way that we came up with to like stopgap. Okay, so so the idea here, I think this was also described in um, uh, in the Blockworks research, is mm -hmm. that if you reduce the staking rate, if you reduce the staking rate, then people will have an incentive uh, to use their atom as collateral, um, and instead of as uh, as just like sitting there and being used in liquid stake, basically using the liquid staking tokens as collateral. So we're trying to incentivize people to use Atom as collateral instead of uh, staking it. No, it's, it's actually different. I, I, th I still think people are going to want to use ST Atom as collateral. It's um, what's what the thing is to in order to enable the usage of ST Atom as collateral, you still need Atom sitting at in the Atom in the ST Atom Atom liquidity pool. And you need yeah, to right, compensate right. that Atom uh, with their foregone staking rewards. What's been the like the reaction so far to to the proposal? Uh, basically, overwhelming support. I mean, I think uh, it's currently at like it, it, it was surprisingly overwhelming support. Uh, like I yeah. think ninety five percent yes right now or something like that. Yeah, I think it's seventy two. But I mean, by the time this goes out on yeah. on Thursday, seventy two percent yes. Twenty-two percent abstain, so like only five percent no right now. Yeah, yeah. I think I also think it will go through. Um, and so, how much? This is nine. So basically, like nine million dollars in atom. Um, nine hundred k also. Um, it not nine hundred k atom. Basically, it's roughly double what the the it, not roughly. It's exactly double of what the Cosmos Hub already provisioned into Astroport on uh, Deutron. Currently, the, the the pool on Osmosis does about twenty two x the volume, um, and so you know I think it's, it's just asking for twice as much liquidity. But that that twice the liquidity is going to go a lot further because of Osmosis's contrary liquidity pools. Yeah, so you, you you said something earlier, which I think is a good segue into this other topic I wanted to discuss, which is uh, you know that the atom is is this meme token, mm -hmm. and you know you, I think you've been pretty vocal about. The AZ ICS uh, kind of direction that Adam has taken, uh, mm -hmm. and have argued for the hub to really embody its memeness as a governance uh, a governance hub, and for Adam to embody its memeness as a governance token. Can you uh, can you describe your your thesis here? Yeah, um, basically. Crypto needs like capital assets. Um, today, we only have two main capital assets, uh, which are Bitcoin and ETH. Everything else is like leagues away. Um, and 
to create a new capital asset, you know, I think over focusing on revenue is like not okay to become number three, right? The number three crypto asset is not going to be just like uh, it's not going to be like a utility token. It's going to be a capital asset, and all capital assets are meme tokens to some extent. Gold is a meme token, right? Um, U.S. dollar is a meme token, uh, and so for Adam, for so Bitcoin follows this like unique monetary policy that got people excited around it, right? It was this idea of like fixed supply, like no, no, uh, it can never ever change, like 21 million till the end of time. ETH, you know, achieved its moneyness off of, you know, basically the bankless guys shilling ETH as money. And, but basically like you have this like double like, system of EIP-1559 on one side causing a burn, and then you have this proof of stake basically causing like new inflation to come in. And so you have, you know, I, I call like okay, Bitcoin a digital gold, ETH is the petrodollar, right? It's like, its value is driven by its demand. So the more demand for gas there is, like EIP-1559 burns it, but then the more demand there is for capital, it like, you know, more people will stake it to use LSDs, it'll, you know, it'll cause a little bit of inflation. I think, but both Bitcoin and ETH are like not very dynamic. Like, you know, ETH is a little bit more dynamic than Bitcoin, but like it's still pretty stationary. I think Atom can be, you know, I think like a more general take is like, I think to become a third capital asset, you have to do something different, right? Bitcoin had a lot of people try to copy what Bitcoin did, right? You had like Litecoin and Dogecoin and all these like things that played Bitcoin's game. None of them worked, right? ETH went ahead and we were like, "Oh, we're doing something." I mean, they're different. all they're all above Adam in terms of market cap. That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, some some level. And of so is XRP, by the way. <laughs> That's true. Um, but like, I think ETH went ahead and just played a completely different game, right? It's like, no, we're, this like dumb, this like you know, fixed supply thing is stupid. We're just gonna like do something like a different thesis on money, um, and you know, it, I think it worked out well for them. And I think Adam like. I think everyone who's just trying to play the same game as ETH will never like reach that same level, right? I think uh, Adam has this opportunity. I think it is the most decentralized governance token in all of crypto, and I think it should lean in on that. And once you actually have a governance system, you can do more dynamic things, such as like more active monetary policy, which is what we did, right? I think that was a great success. We like governance said, hey. We think that the inflation rate of Adam is too high and we're not going to follow this stupid code is law thing. We're actually going to like use governance to change the inflation rate. That is like what a normal thing to do, right? Like you should just because it was written into the code once upon a time, like into the white paper, I guess, actually like four or five years ago. No, governance should be able to update this. And there's, I think, more interesting things Adam can do as well, like, you know, doing things like this protocol owned liquidity or doing like incentives for driving demand of Atom. So this is something I've been talking about with the Stride uh, team and AADAO folks of like, you know, we if we want to like drive more demand for Atom as collateral, we should be doing rev share with projects for having Atom as collateral. So if like Levana has a bunch of like Atom collateral or ST Atom collateral, it should get a get some like Atom revenue uh, cut, possibly from that, like, you know, Stride takes 10% off the top of the staking rewards. Maybe they can give half of those to LVN holders. Or if Kujira has a bunch of Atom collateral, that can go to Kuji holders. Or 
if uh, Osmo, Osmo liquidity pools have a bunch of Adam, SD Atom collateral, that can go to uh, Osmo holders. So it's basically like incentivizing projects and, and protocols to use Atom as collateral. Exactly. So it's like right. now we can go to Maker and be like, hey, add Atom as collateral. And if you know your Atom collateral grows, then great. You guys have here's a free revenue stream for you guys. I don't see any reason for them not to take that deal. I mean, where would that revenue come from? Would that be like hub revenue or staking rewards? What? Staking rewards. Okay. Yeah. So so what, what, so basically, like right, like I said, right now, Stride takes like a 10% off the top of all the staking reward re uh, revenue of ST Atom, right? What I'm, what I'm suggesting is like they could split that with the projects that drive demand for ST Atom. Okay, so, so the idea, like, I think that the high level idea is, you know, Bitcoin and ETH each have their memes. Um, lots of kind of chains that came about around, you know, 2017, 2018, Cosmos and Polkadot mm -hmm. and like, tried to scale ETH mm -hmm. um, by sharding state into like different app chains or different like domains of state, but like great composability. Mm -hmm. In the end, I mean, in the end, it's nothing like sort of fundamentally new in terms of like creating new memes. It creates new uh, paradigms for building blockchains, but it doesn't like create a new capital asset in the same sense that Bitcoin and Ethereum are. And so here the idea is like, let's turn uh, 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 the, 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 the Atom token into this collateral asset by giving it this memeness and encouraging projects to use it as collateral um, so that it can, uh, well, yeah. gain in, in, mm -hmm. uh, in, in demand and also in value. Mm -hmm. It also aligns everyone with Atom because now all these projects have a revenue stream denominated in Atom. And like, it doesn't have to be liquid Atom right away, right? It could be like Atom bonds, for example. So it's like, oh, here's Atom that gets unlocked in six months. So now it's like, now all these projects are f like, have Atom on their treasury, on their books. And it's like, you have, it kind of like makes it so like, you know, the AZ is aligned around, like what, what I define as the AZ is, is aligned around Atom. Yeah, when, when you said earlier that, that um, Atom is the most decentralized token, were you talking about in its distribution? In its governance processes and distribution, right? Like Bitcoin and ETH, definitely more decentralized, but they're not governance tokens. Every like, you know, Adam only gave like, Adam's ICO was like 80% of the supply, right? That's like quite high relative to, uh, you know, the standard for projects today, right? Today, you look at like the token distributions, it's like, okay, 5% for an airdrop, you know, 20% for the team, 20% for operations, 20% for VCs, like, you know, it's like, and you, and you kind of, and just like none of these processes are set up as such, right? You see, if you saw what happened with like the Arbitrum vote that happened, like, it was probably like six months ago, where like, the foundation just like, the treasury was in the hands of the foundation. The foundation just executed a, a trade. Uh, and then the community was like, what the fuck? Like, we never voted. We never agreed to, like, vote on that. And so then they're like, oh, sorry, we'll put up the proposal now. <laughs> and Surprise, then, bitch. We yeah. have the keys. <laughs> yeah. And, and then what happened was the community was, they put up the proposal and the community was super against it. Uh, and then yeah. at the last minute, like, what, a VC just came in and just like swung the vote entirely because you know, you see the same thing that happened with like Uniswap, right? Like pair, 
I know this because I once tried to vamp like pre osmosis days. I tried to vampire. Uh, I tried to like governance attack Uniswap for fun, uh, and I I realized it's impossible because Paradigm A16Z and Uniswap Labs together can like block anything, um, and so you know I think people often say like oh look Cosmos. It, Governance is so centralized because of the validators, but I think that's like similar to like people's misunderstanding of how mining pools work as well. Where it's like mining pools, it's like miners can switch val switch pools whenever they want. It's the same thing here, right? Like all delegators actually do have their own like stake, and I, I'm actually very open to decreasing the power of validators in uh, in like Cosmos governance. Um, but yeah, so I think that both in terms of distribution and um, just like governance culture, right? The fact, you know, I, I saw these, like, I saw a tweet from, but like, you know, the fact that the founder of a project could like want one thing and the community, like, like you know, the founder of the project is like, oh, this was my vision, but like the governance would be like, nope, we don't care. We're going to like do it this way instead. And I think that's like, that's definitionally like the, how good governance should work. Speaking of which, <laughs> we, can, we, we can we can also bring up uh, we can also talk about Adam. I, I, I just, so I do want to ask you just one more question about this. So so basically, like what what needs to happen for this vision to uh, come to fruition? Like what I know you've sort of mm -hmm. like made this claim on Twitter that this should be the case, but yeah, what's the what's the plan to get there? What does the hub need to do? What does the community need to vote on and mm -hmm. action on? So I think uh, I think honestly, eight fifty eight is a uh, sixty eight sixty eight is a good first step because it's the Causes Hub governance agreeing that like, hey, ICS is not what defines AEZ, right? It's like we're not going to be favoritist towards Neutron just because it's using ICS, but rather like, hey, if if Osmosis is where demand for Atom is, we're going to help like foster that demand for Atom on osmosis by providing liquidity. So that, I think that's honestly a really good first step. Uh, I think the next thing to do is, I mean, the other good step was uh, the halvening proposal, right? It's like, okay, the governance is saying, no, we are we are in control of monetary policy. Um, I believe that like uh, effort capital, you know, the halvening was only the first step. There's a lot more like changes to be made to the monetary policy uh, going forward. Um, I think the next one is like, Governance should probably demand that Stride, uh, like, implement some sort of rev share like this, uh, or like, uh, so that way it like you know helps achieve that uh, that goal. I, and I, to an extent, I think it's just like a narrative thing as well, right? Like, I think everyone in the community has to like stand behind like this is the direction, and now let's all like rally around this, and like we need to be like shouting this from the rooftops, like you know, let's this. Right now, there's just like so Adam much conflict. Adam is money, right? Like, right now, there's just so much like internal like confusion on what the purpose of Adam is. I think, you know, yeah. maybe maybe some sort of gov prop that's like, hey, this is like setting the direction of Adam, and we're gonna like let's all rally behind this. Are you gonna do it? You're gonna you're gonna make a gov prop? Once I finish the other five ten gov props in my on my, <laughs> in my backlog, yes. But I'm working with like. Effort capital and like a DAO folks and stuff to like help shape this generally. I mean, I'm on board. I, I like, like I, I think that AZ is a good is a good attempt to try to give mm -hmm. the hub some legitimacy. I mean, it's the best attempt we've had in a long time, right? But but the thing is that there's increasing competition to the hub. 
So like mm-hmm. Celestia and now like Eigenlayer and all of the other you know L1s, whether it's Polygon or whatever, the, the either, these are all competing for developers and for applications yeah. to go build there. And a lot of them have liquidity and a lot of them have like lots of people who are excited about them, like Celestia, for instance, right? And and narratives that are very mm-hmm. strong. And so the hub, the hub's AZ narrative and this whole idea of like a hub of applications that kind of serve each other's purpose and sort of builds this ecosystem. It's not, I mean, it's cool, but it's not like super exciting, right? It doesn't like rally. It hasn't really rallied the community, I think. I think yeah. like, you know, people are like, oh, okay, cool. Like AZ, great. You know, like it, it's it's not like a rallying cry for all Atom holders. And mm-hmm. and I think that's kind of what, what we need. We need like this rallying cry. Yeah. Um, yeah and this is this is a rallying cry i mean like it could it could work it could also not work but i i i think it's like a route it's so like simple right that's what i love about it it's like it it feels like to me it feels like that like bell curve meme it's like you know like ics all the stuff is like no no it's just like out of his money it's like governance it's governance backed based money right and i think there's like value to this like if you you know, Bitcoin and ETH are just too dumb. Like, you know, humans like, can actually make good decisions. Let's build proper... Go- and Cosmos governance is far from perfect, right? Like, I think there's a lot of improvements that, like, Cosmos governance could be doing. But, like, let's start making those changes and, like, double down on this as, like, the direction. Like, the Gov module is probably... The currently the most under resourced module in the Cosmos SDK from the on, on like on from the hub side and like it should probably be like the most important one that like that like that's also has funded a, uh, a a big revamp to the Gov module so hopefully like the hub will be able to reuse a lot of the the work that we we've done. Yeah, I mean the governance module should have like all of DowDow's functionality basically, right? It should have like yep. A whole bunch of extra functionality that's been built later, right, in, in Cosmosm, but just doesn't exist in the in the Gov module. Yep. So yeah, we we briefly discussed you know the idea of a, of a founder uh, being out of favor with uh, with the community. So you know, coming back to the passing of eight four eight and the subsequent um, fork threats, or <laughs> or uh, I don't know if they're threats, but um, this uh this atom one idea that i mean this i mean jay jay was talking about atom one back in the atom 2.0 days i think this proposal is a little bit different um but yeah what's the what's the high level idea with atom one and um Mm -hmm. what's the current status of this uh, potential fork yeah okay so here's my you know let's call it a little bit of a charitable view on like what atom one is from like you know i've spent i actually the, the discussion for Atom 1 actually came out on a call with me and Jay and a, and a couple other people. Um, and it is like before any of the happening and everything. But it basically came from this perspective of like, we, I was telling him about this like governance, like view of like Atom. And he's like, yeah, this makes sense. Or, or his take was governance needs political parties. And he effectively saw that like his take was, or I don't forgot whose take it was. It was a combination of Dave, me, Jay, and Chango. But we were basically going down this route of, okay, 
if we believe that most capital of Adam is actually going to be held in LSDs, right, because that's what's going to be used as money everywhere, then these LSDs actually have massive voting power. They're going to be the biggest owners of governance power, effectively. And these actually probably serve as good shelling points to build political parties around. So instead of having a single, and, you know, it, it behooves Adam to not have a single solely dominant LSD, but actually have a couple of competing ones. But what caused, you know, you see this happening on Ethereum. The problem with with LSDs is the economic incentives of LSDs drives towards centralization because you want as much liquidity aggregation as possible. But what leads to some uh, fragmentation on LSDs is different political views. So like Rocket Pool has a pretty different political stances than Lido, like when it comes to like Ethereum governance uh, ideas. And so it's like, okay, let's actually leverage that and build political parties around LSDs. And now, okay, now this is where like Jay is like, you know, paranoia comes in. He's like, oh, Stride is like the representation of like the informal ICF cabal that's like trying to destroy the hub. And so we need to build a competing political party called Adam One. So and build an LSD around that, which, okay, that, you know, I'm actually, I actually quite like the Stride team. I think that's a little bit of a uh, mischaracterization of, of that. But the, the general take of like, okay, let's build an LSD that is, uh, you know, ha- is based off of a specific political view. And that's why it actually, you know, I, I, I'd go so far as to say it actually kind of makes sense. So, so if you choose, like, the having prop as, like, your decide, you know, okay, to build your political party, you want to, like, send it, like, coordinate the people who, like, have a shared political view. And I guess Jay's take is that everyone who voted no on this is, like, pro-conservatism of the hub. And that's the, if that's the goal of the political party is to be the hub conservatives, then, like, you know, distribute your political party membership token, m- membership cards to the people who voted no on that proposal. Um, that is my, like, high-level charitable view of, like, what is happening. Now, the problem with Jay is that, like, he's so isolated from the rest of crypto that he uh, doesn't know the standard terminology that everyone else uses and so struggles to explain his ideas in a way that most people understand. I, like, I think if you explain this idea of political parties, LSDs as political parties, I think it's actually this like very, very interesting insight in like crypto political economics, right? And like, um, I just think he's not very good at explaining it, but I, 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 think, I think high level it makes sense. What do you mean he's so isolated he doesn't know what terms people use? Like, like I don't think he actually understands the term. Like, I had to explain to him what an LSD is. Like, or like, yeah, like. I mean, he does doesn't he know what liquid secondaries are? Not really. He's like, it, it, it's weird. Like, you know, he, like, so even okay, so like even like this whole like photon thing that he had from a long time ago. It was basically yeah, yeah. this, but like. I don't think anyone got that. I mean, obviously, and there are some things he did differently. Like he want he wanted it to be like, oh, you photon is sort of this like thing, like LSD ish thing that like gets minted and burned on a bonding curve, like yeah. based off of Adam. But like I was like, oh, that makes it so the photon price isn't equivalent to that. What you can instead do is make it so like you do a variable like unbonding rate, and then you let the market figure out the actual proper rate between the two so th- th- there's a lot of like things that like 
like he just like I don't know. I don't know if he not really like. I'm sure he maybe knows these terms, but he doesn't realize he like there's standardized terms that everyone you there's a shared vocabulary that we yeah. use to share our ideas. And if you're not plugged into that shared vocabulary, it's very hard for ever for other people to understand your ideas. Even if I mean good. maybe like maybe it also just is that he like the shared vocabulary that everyone uses doesn't accurately represent like what he yeah what what he thinks like what he wants to build right so like you can that's true but at the, um, at, at the very least putting yeah. it in terms of some shared vocabulary and then say okay these this is the diff of what my idea is from the standards yeah yeah so so what's the current kind of status of is Adam going to have a fork? Is is this going to happen? Or so I don't know yeah. what the current status of Adam One is. Like this is all like from a discussion that happened like over a month ago at this point, um, yeah. like before the happening and everything. And I was like, yeah, this sounds great. I mean, uh, that sounds that sounds like a cool idea to like build a political party LSD. So I don't know what I have not even read like the current Adam One proposal or anything. So I don't I don't I don't know how much it's diverted from that original idea. Yeah. Well, those who are interested should go back and listen to my episode with Jay from over a year ago when we <laughs> talked about Adam One. Uh, but probably I should try to get him on and just like, um, <laughs> yeah, discuss this in detail. This is kind of a it's kind of a weird episode because it's not like a proper interview. We're just kind of going going all over the place. But it's interesting. It's like I actually yeah. like this because we can just talk about things that are happening right right now. Yeah. What's going on with Adam 2.0? Like you guys announced this smart account at, at, at Cosmoverse, and I'm still waiting for my smart account. Mm -hmm. I still want to ditch my ledger so I can use pass mm -hmm. keys. And um, yeah, yeah. Uh, when, Osmosis 2.0. When intense? When CL hooks? When? Yeah. So when beats sexes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> CL hooks, I think, should be in the next chain upgrade, which definitely should be happening by end of year. Uh, so what are CL hooks? Maybe let's yeah. just, yeah, what's a CL hook? CL hooks is a thing that allows developers to add custom logic to concentrated liquidity pools. So this is very similar to what Uniswap V4 does on top of Uniswap V3, where it's basically saying like, hey, you want, uh, like for example, we can, you, the, the examples of what you can use this custom logic for. Um, you know, the provenance team wants to use this to add a whitelist for like trading. So they want to, you know, they want to take some of their assets, list them, but they want to say, oh, only like this whitelist who has passed RKYC can trade or LP in this pool. So what it will do is every time you try to execute a swap, it will use their custom logic to go check your address against the whitelist. And if it's not mm. in there, it'll just say, no, it'll reject the swap. Um, okay. Another one would be adding an additional fee. So this is something that we're discussing with uh, the actually a couple of teams, the Apollo team, Astroport team, um, where it's like, hey, uh, you can do a swap, but you can add a custom uh, hook with logic where it adds an additional swap fee. So you know, currently Osmosis already takes like a 10, 10 bips like protocol fee, but like. Apollo might be like, hey, anything that's like traded on the, these pools that we're adding liquidity to, we want to add an additional five basis point fee that gets sent to the Apollo DAO. So we can like do like these custom things like that. And, you know, there's all sorts of other use cases of these custom logics as well. So that's what uh, the CL hooks are. 
ultimately it's a developer tool. It's a develop, developer feature that yes. allows developers to uh, add extra functionality when contracting with yeah. a concentrated liquidity pool. Exactly. Um, cool. And yeah, smart accounts. Smart accounts. Uh, so we decided to break down smart accounts into like a couple segmented things. So the first thing that we're doing is the one-click trading. So this basically means that like you'll be able to, um, you know, instead of having to sign every single transaction you make, when you log in, you authenticate a key. It generates a key in your browser, which is typically very insecure. But we'll get into why which okay, why we're okay with this, and then you can like uh, do your like trades, and you don't you can just click just like on Binance or Coinbase, you just click and it does the trade. You don't have to like you know do an email confirmation for every trade you want, unless you're doing a big trade or unless you're withdrawing assets or something like that, right? Then it asks for these confirmations, which is what we're doing as well. So there's there are projects out there who've already done like one click trading, like DYDX even has it. But the way they do it is actually quite insecure because all your funds are on this browser hotkey. Um, and what we're oh. doing is like, no, let's put rate limits on these things where it's like, okay, when you when you log in, it says, oh, you can trade with up to like five, you, the, the initial one we're doing is like trading with up to 5% of your portfolio. And that means that you can like, you, you can like trade back and forth as long as the balance of your portfolio doesn't go down by 5%. That means you could be like, if you're paying too much in trading fees, that could cause your balance to go down. Or if you're going from a high cap token to a low cap token. So if you're just trading, sitting there trading Bitcoin and ETH and Atom, like that's okay because no one can really steal your money from doing that, right? They, all they can do is basically cause you to pay a lot of trading fees. But if you're trying to go from like Bitcoin to like some random shitcoin that you created, we, our thing will be like, no, 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 that's like, that's effectively a, a loss of money. And so like that's capped at like 5% basically. Um, so that, we're, we're doing that. We're also working with a company called Blockade to build a co-signer, which is like, so Blockade, they do some stuff. They work with wallets. Uh, they're like, they have this like machine learning based, uh, or actually, yeah, I'm gonna use the new buzzword. You know, they probably called themselves machine learning last year, but now AI is all the hype. So AI powered uh, thing that like, it's a security check basically where like, uh, they do all sorts of things like check where the history is coming, like uh, transaction patterns. They check like, oh, where, which like, server you're accessing the site from and all this stuff and it will like what they do today with wallets is basically like you know give you a warning of like hey that we you know something seems wrong you should probably be careful when signing this so what we're working with that blockade on and our smart accounts is being a co-signer where you can optionally say that hey if i generate this key uh, this hot key and i want to sign a transaction what it does is it sends it to blockade as well, they evaluate the transaction you're doing, and, and if they think it's so safe, they will co-sign it as well, and then submit it to the chain. So that way, uh, you have this like, you know, if Blockade thinks something is sketchy, like it can, they can block the transactions from going in using your hotkey. Amazing! I, I I'm, I'm happy I don't have to go every time. <laughs> yeah. So, so one-click trading is the, the first laser. thing we're doing. Next, we're probably going to work on like the pass keys and the onboarding and stuff. What yeah. we realized was I mean, a the one lot. Click, 
a lot of the stuff that was complicated on like, the UX flows was for new user onboarding because you have to deal with like how do people create a smart account when they don't have any tokens at all and it was like you end up in this like weird like crazy all these edge cases and we're like okay let's ship something the sim that, that like makes our life better for our existing users and that's why we're starting with the one-click trading that's great i mean i, I like one of, one of the most annoying things about using DeFi is just like every transaction having to i mean since if you use ledger right having to like flip mm -hmm. through all these pages and if you're if you're doing many, you know, you're state, you're restaking, you might be moving some assets, you might be doing a bunch of trades. Um, you know, you spend a lot of time sort of on your ledger doing this and any, any way that we can use, I, I presume this uses Auth Z, uh, to simplify, um, certain types of transactions. Uh, that'd be great. Mm -hmm. I was talking to a team this week that is building kind of, um, like a, a governance tool where basically you give Auth Z uh, authorization to like their key uh, for governance votes only. And every time a new governance vote comes up on the chains that you're uh, subscribed to, it just pops up as a message in your telegram with like four buttons. Yes, no, no veto and abstain. And you could just vote right there in telegram without having to whip out your ledger, open up the Kepler wallet or any of that. You just vote in telegram. Mm -hmm. um, and it's like, I mean, this I think would just improve uh, and, and, and increase governance participation if, if everybody was using this. Yep. Which Osmosis apps are you most excited about? Mm, I mean, the obvious answer is Lavana because they are launching their token next week, so that's exciting. Yeah. Um, you can buy. You know, at the at, at the launch, uh, all you can do with it is buy socks. So that's a it's a utility token for buying socks. Uh, but you know, they might. They may, they may or may not add more utility over time. Uh, and then, but I don't know, I think otherwise, uh, pretty excited about, I think Margint is quite cool with like the squared assets, you know. Uh, yeah. It, it's actually like one of my like best friends, Zubin, like Open, they came up with the idea of squared assets. Uh, they did it for ETH. Um, but then, uh, you know, they went through some legal issues, but you know, I, what's cool about margin is that they're doing it for all sorts of assets. So they have Squasmo and Squadum and I think, yeah. uh, Bitcoin and soon Tia as well. Uh, so that's really interesting. Um, and then so, so margin is just, a, a it's basically like this leveraged long or leveraged short that you take and it, um, yeah. I, it's, it's sort of like this pre-programmed, like the, 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 the leverage long and leverage short is programmed into the asset price. Yes, exactly. It's And it does this like square of the of the asset. So if Adam goes up 2x, your position goes up 4x. If Adam goes up 3x, your position goes up 9x. Uh, so it's just like really good position. The thing is you have to pay a funding rate, a, a relatively high funding rate for this position. That's where the shorts uh, take the money because in a pure payoff, the shorts are kind of like not making that much. So it's it's, it's more similar to an option, right? When you buy an yeah. option, you you know it's the premium that you're the, the, that you're paying for, or that, that the other side is earning. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what 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 margined is. Um, membrane. Uh, there's this new project called Temporal that is doing like fixed rate interest loans. So ah, this is there's a lot of cool stuff happening right now. All right. Well, I got to check all this stuff out. Um, cool. Well, thanks for thanks for coming on again and 
shooting the shit, as they say, mm-hmm. um, and sharing your thoughts on all this stuff. And um, yeah, really like look forward to seeing your uh, your your proposal for Adam as money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of weird, right? Because like it. it, it it doesn't really require the community to agree on anything or like to action on anything other than just get behind this idea. Yes. And, and then, you know, up from that, you know, we might get some like, you know, stride, like having part of the fee go to protocols that you utilize Adam as, as, as collateral and so things like this, but it, it just, it starts from like an agreement that this is the vision and it's a fairly simple vision. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what, what I kind of like about it. Uh, but yeah, well, uh, thanks again, and we'll talk to you soon, I guess. Cool. Maybe you can come back on in a couple of months, and we can do this again. Yeah.